Danny. Hey, buddy. Do you think we can make it through a whole episode without any spoilers? Meaning, you make it sound like we spoil people's movie experience all the time. Just on the reg, it's something that we do here on Blunders. We're always blundering yeah. by saying we're not going to spoil it, and then we spoil it immediately. But is this is this mainly because you know that I have seen said Deadpool 2 and you have not? I uh, I saw some tweets go out the other day about uh-huh. some chaperoning that was occurring. Yeah, that's so right. can you can you set up how it went down? I'm really interested. So I uh, after our podcast actually last week, I told I told my wife I said, "Honey, you know you know uh, Deadpool 2 is coming out." And she's like, "I know, I want to see it." I'm like, "Of course you know. I was testing you. Thanks for just admitting to me how closely you follow Ryan Reynolds on Twitter." Mm-hmm. Uh, but she. Uh, she was like, yeah, you know, maybe I can ask Becca. We can do a date night. Our, our, our sister-in-law, my sister-in-law, uh, married to my brother. And uh, so Becca kept the kids. And we actually, the day itself was, was a bit dysfunctional, just a wee bit, because we had this whole brilliant plan about getting out when Talia takes her nap time. And uh, baby girl wasn't having a nap that day. She just wasn't doing it. And so, yeah, uh, no, uh, uh-uh, uh, not no gonna nap. happen today. Yeah, she no she nap. practically waved our finger at us like Matumbo and said, "Not in my house." So she was, um, she wasn't having it, and so it it started off a little weird. But we went out. We had some apps and some some drinks. We went and saw Deadpool two. Um, came home and uh, and had had a great time. It was a lot of fun. I I, I skipped over the whole part of Deadpool two, uh, and uh, we enjoyed it the experience as much as the movie it was fun and uh, and then came home and it was it was great it was it was a it was a rare date for us anyway right now with the four kids rocking our lives but um but it was a lot of fun and a good movie it sounds it sounds lovely we did something kind of similar but without all the kids or anyone coming with us to the movie but we Kind of had this lazy Saturday kind of situation going on, and all the big the big movie theater, the Cinerama, was not playing it like we discussed last week. So there's this other cool movie theater in town. It's called Big Picture, and it's underneath a really fancy restaurant, but it's it's underground. It's like in the basement of this place, uh. but it has one screen. They play one movie at a time, but it's like high end cocktails and high end popcorn, fancy like date night. They bring drinks out to you in the what, middle. Where, where is this place? In downtown Seattle. Okay. God, yeah, so it has everything. It's got everything. So we get there. Now, what's cool about this place is that uh, the owners are really cool. And also, I they did a Kickstarter to like upgrade their projector and upgrade their seats in their place. So there's big, really comfy seats, like so comfy. Okay. You can put the arm rest up so you can cuddle with your loved one. So, of course, you know, Motsi loves to kickstart stuff. Yep. And uh, I, kickstarted, I, I kickstarted it. And they're like, oh, do you know... Ten dollars, this thing. Fifty dollars, you get like a movie ticket. Hundred dollars, you get this thing, and like three hundred dollars, you get your name on the back of a seat in a gold star. Oh my god, Mozzie! First of all, this is genius by them because they are tapping in. Like, what type of demographic? First of all, already visits this. It's like people who are kind of in on cool and hip things to do, and they're aware of it, and they have the appreciation for the experience already, or they wouldn't be going. So. I, I, please tell me you were not the only one who got a gold star on a seat. I'm sure others did this. No, there, there were others. That would be pretty embarrassing okay. if I was the only one. But yeah, I, 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 I don't sit in the seat. I don't sit in the seat where it's on the back of. I sit in the seat behind it so I can look at myself. Is that? Yeah, p- yeah. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm gonna send you the photo too. It's pretty great. Uh, I can't so yeah, wait we, to see we, it. We went. I, we had some popcorn uh, with some white cheddar topping on top. I had a had a beer. Heather had a mixed drink, uh, and it was an enjoyable night. Then we walked around downtown because it's right downtown, and it was very nice. You didn't see Deadpool. We did see Deadpool. Oh, they you were did? playing oh, it there. Well, then, yeah. I was sitting there being so careful, dancing around me, giving spoilers to you about what I thought. Now, now I know you've seen it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I just don't want to spoil it for everyone in the room, but. Uh, yeah, so I we saw it, we saw all of it, and then Heather and I discussed afterwards. Yeah. And yeah, we we both in. I think I enjoyed it more than she did, only because this Deadpool compared to Deadpool one was a lot more action and a lot more fighting yeah. compared to Deadpool one, which was more. It was still it was there was still a lot of it, and Deadpool does this really interesting thing where they can have a lot of violence, but it's not overly gory. Right. You know, it's not like blood is flying every which way and guts and all this stuff. Like they kind of, if someone, if they cut off a head, the head just kind of, you kind of, it's there. It's not like a big deal, but there was just a lot more of it. And Heather doesn't necessarily love that aspect. You know, she likes Ryan Reynolds and the Deadpool character. So I still think she enjoyed it. She wasn't, you know, upset that we went, she enjoyed the movie. Uh, yeah, this was kind of to me it was more of a, a typical marvel plot that's kind of how i yeah. fat, fell out of it uh and there was a my my biggest issue hers too is there was a lot more inside baseball like inside marvel humor and even i didn't get some of it yeah there was i i had the same experience i also will say that i didn't now that we're talking more openly about it because i was afraid to say all these things before when i didn't realize you had seen it um I didn't enjoy it as much as the first Deadpool. Um, it was more typical Marvel plot. Um, I, I there, there were a couple things that just went a little too fast for me about the storyline and about and about the, uh, the 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 kid and and kind of the way all that broke down. And I think so. I, I think that because there was I was bouncing around a little bit and it just wasn't as the dialogue wasn't as like the main feature whereas with Deadpool it was like how far can we push the envelope and just change the game of Marvel movies and do something that's a little more silly a little more crass right this was a little more traditional Marvel film and um and so I don't know so I, I agree with all those all those points and uh but it was it was fun I mean I'm not you know I'm not thumbs downing it at all but I I think in some ways it was like the hilarious notion of who Deadpool is and how ridiculous the character is and all the previews they did, all those little mini YouTube movies were almost as enjoyable for me as the movie itself. So Yeah, there was there was nice build up to it. Ryan Ryan Reynolds did a lot of things on, on late night show as Deadpool, as Ryan Reynolds, kind of going back and forth playing into the character. I really enjoyed that. I think it was probably to me, kind of seeing Deadpool everywhere was really nice. I mean, they're definitely going to probably do a third one, I'd assume. So I'll see if what that does. But Heather's a little indifferent on it now. She's like, I don't know if I want to go see a third one. So yeah, I don't know. But yeah. I assume no, I, I hear. I assume well, Shauna was all all game or no. She's like, I love it. Yeah, no, she liked it. It wasn't, but she kind of felt the same way I did. Like, yeah, it wasn't as good as the first. And I had fun. It was enjoyable, and you know, there were some funny parts, and you know, um, you know, the little mini person part you know, on the couch and that kind of stuff. And she thought was, she knew that they were going to do something like that and kind of push the envelope. It was funny. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, again, for us, I think the nice thing is that it was just an excuse to sort of get out and, 
you know, we we went and had a couple of drinks beforehand at the place that's walking distance. But I'm I'm going through something right now that's a little unique anyway that kind of changes the whole outing experience that I'm that I'm planning on sharing with you if that's okay with you that I open up my heart and give you my feelings today on the show. Pour it, pour it out pour to it. me, buddy. Pour okay, it. so here's the thing. I've recently come to the understanding, okay, however the science by which I arrived at this, irrelevant, that I don't think I do well on corn. Like I have a corn allergy. It, it, it leads to inflammation. Um, and there's like some specific things about some of the issues I was having with digestion and my joints and different stuff. And so I've, I've cut, uh, this started actually, um, it actually started the Thursday before our last podcast. So I'm, I'm two weeks in now and, um, feeling great by the way. And I didn't mention in, in our last show because I was, I don't know, it just wasn't as pressing, but I had this experience where we went out and now it was the first time I had gone out to eat in, in the last three weeks was when me and Shauna went and had drinks. I've been all packing, all leftovers, super healthy, basically eating, basically eating, um, you know, um, salads and, and meat, um, and, uh, non-corn kind of gluten non-corn and gluten-free which is insane hard to find like some bread but i've been really i've been really scaling back on the old health stuff right um and basically eating paleo honestly uh and uh so we go we go out and so what does this mean if you can't have corn guess what you can't have at the movies Oh, you can't have popcorn. You can't, it's you in the name. can't have popcorn. You also can't have en- any candy because literally the first ingredient on every candy is high fructose corn syrup, which is uh-huh. which is more concentrated corn than corn itself, right? I mean, it's corn, you know, made into this sugar syrup that's used. And, and corn, as I've learned, is basically in everything, dude. Like, seriously, try to find things without corn. And then you're going to realize that, you know, dextrose and maldextrin, all these things are actually just different words for corn and glucose. It's all this crazy stuff. So I've been eating this, like, super strict diet. I just had lunch right before we recorded here with Shauna and Talia. Uh, You know, she brought in a salad with some chicken and we we ate here because she's got to go to a doctor appointment. So I'm doing this and... I had, I, I've become this super high maintenance person when we go out that starts grilling the waiter, the waitress. This was the first experience about what's in it. And she doesn't freaking know what's in it, right? Yeah. She's like, what, what is your problem? Like, is it a legit allergy or what? But I ended up getting some things that we were pretty sure didn't have corn. But guess what? They had corn. And I suffered the oh, repercussions no. over the next day and a half. Kind of like people with celiacs would feel with gluten. So not yeah. only has the bad news hit me that I'm pretty sure, I'm sure that almost every human being on the planet probably doesn't. I don't think high fructose corn syrup has a party with all the positive parts of your digestion of anybody. <laughs> I mean, it's not the greatest thing to put in our bodies, but but being allergic to like all forms of corn, not just corn, high fructose corn syrup, you know, corn starch, those are the big three. Corn starch, corn syrup, corn itself. And then there's, you know, dextrose, some alde- like things that I've also been avoiding. But it, it really sucked for me to be hit over the head that I'm pretty sure this crazy diet I'm on has a legit future in my life. And Papa Bear's corn-free unless he knows and makes a conscious choice. I'm going to feel like crap for the next 36 hours, but I'm going to do it anyway because I'm at a party, which will happen, <laughs> I'm sure. But but oh, right yeah. now, like, it, it was just an upsetting experience. So there you go. I poured out my heart. What say you to this? Well, it's really interesting because in the longer you go with not eating corn, the harder it's right. going to get and the yep. more intense it'll get. And, uh, you know, coming from, you know, knowing people and, and friends and family of you know, chromes and um, celiac and other things like that. It's, 
it's interesting. And you're right. I mean, I had some friends that were doing like a no sugar diet and just like corn, sugar is in everything. Unless you're drinking water, there's, there's so much sugar in everything. Right. Same thing with cornstarch because like you said, it's, it's more saturated, but it's also cheaper than just corn. And they just use it as filler for everything. Like just throw that in there. So when you go out, the hardest part is unless you're going to a place that's making everything from scratch, if they're doing anything processed or anything like that, it's got some sugar and corn in it. It's got to yep. bread, sugar and corn. Just got everything's got it. That's really interesting. It's sad. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it's well it's one that you had I'm... some. Yeah, well, one that you had some repercussions from it happening because yeah, you go out to restaurants, they don't know everything, right? But then also yeah. that um, at least you found something that maybe will improve uh, your yeah. life over time. So positive. I feel I feel great uh, since this happened. This was on when did we? You remember, you read the tweet? I think it was Sunday that I chaperoned the date. Between my mm-hmm. wife and Ryan Reynolds, so you know it's been. A, I, I'm I'm back to good now. We're recording this on a, on a good old fashioned Wednesday, um, an old school Wednesday as they call it. But uh, you know, so it's disappointing and kind of like cool at the same time because I do feel good and I don't think it's 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 made up. I think that I'm I think I'm doing better, and uh, and then when you eat a little bit and you feel worse, you know you've been doing better, right? Sometimes you don't know you're doing better until you feel worse, right? And that's mm-hmm. that's it. So. Um, so that was kind of one of the things that happened this week is I've now officially committed that Papa Cheese is really going to care about this part of his diet. The cool thing is I'm learning a lot about food and what's in stuff. I'm also like, I know what kind of bagels I can have that don't, a lot of bagels have high fructose corn syrup, by the way, mm. uh, just almost like a lot of things in a package, anything with flavoring, like all kinds of chips I like that are potato chips. If they have just a little bit of jalapeno flavoring, almost always have some type of, uh, you know, dextrose or something, right? The, the sugar is whatever. Like, I'm actually, you know, looking at things when it has regular sugar, like cane sugar or, you know, brown sugar, even rice sugar. I'm like, okay, cool, right? This is great. Um, but um, anyway, so you, you live, you learn, you make decisions, and then you live with the repercussions. And that's um, that's a lesson that I was reminded of this week. And uh, so that, that part of it kind of changed our whole dating experience, you know, because we were like, it's kind of going through this and... Then had a really fun time, and the next day it was like, you know, I think that there was something in that that dip that she gave us that wasn't uh, disclosed, you know. And uh, anyway, so so that's it. But what about you? How are you doing physically? How are you hanging in there in Europe? What's going on? So Europe's good. I'm in Belgium currently, and then I'll be in Dublin uh, tomorrow when this episode comes Belgium. out eventually at some point. Say uh, Leuven. Say Leuven. 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 I mean, I- Antwerp, Leuven, Leuven, Antwerp, Leuven, Leuven, Belgium. Leuven. Sorry, go ahead. Belgium, yeah, Leuven. Uh, and it's and it's, and it's pretty good here. I would say I, I did run into an issue, a little health issue. I I woke up Monday morning right before my long flight, so I'm you know I'm getting ready to, to go on this adventure through Iceland air through elsewhere uh, to Belgium, and I wake up and my back's all like nah nah fam not gonna happen. Yeah, remember me? I'm back. I'm about <laughs> oh, to. Man. I'm back. This is the same so, issue you had a while ago, right? That we talked yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. When that, I was Sean T and too hard. to me that, that, that that's what you're dealing with. And I didn't even do anything. I've been riding my bike, but over the weekend, I mean, I didn't. See, I saw Deadpool. I walked around. We made some dinner. Made some smoothies and the Ninja. You know, we did. Yeah, yeah. And hey, uh, using that Ninja every day. Uh, and so, <laughs> every so day, that, that Ninja was, life. Every day. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and yeah, so it's been kind of a pain in the butt, but I did have some leftover 
uh, pills, so some muscle relaxers and painkillers. But the problem there is I'm presenting too. So like I presented today and you know, I just want to be 120% when I go up there, but I'm, I'm all hocked up on, 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 you know, gummy bears and Rolos and, and painkillers, you know, I'm just like, Oh gosh. And some coffee. So it was, it was very different. And, 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 and one of my coworkers is like, like you kind of look like a walking, a walking ghost right now, just like yeah. kind of zombieing around a little bit. But I, I think it's hopefully it'll just go away. I'm going to save my last muscle relaxer for tomorrow. But the, the trade off there, the, the, the positivity, if you will, mm-hmm. is I got on this flight to, uh, to Brussels and I had a pretty long seven and a half hour flight. The first one to Reykjavik in Iceland. And I just popped some pills like the moment I got on the plane and and uh, little bear over here was just out, out like a light. And I never sleep on a plane. You know, I hate I hate plane sleep, but I was yeah. out. Not going to get one of those up. where you're like you almost didn't wake up kind of out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I normally when I sleep on the plane, it's like I'm up every 20 minutes. Something happens. I didn't even have headphones in. I didn't have a mask on. Nothing. It was just boom out. And it was great. So I did feel pretty good. I felt pretty good. I'm adjusted really quick. Uh, And I was a little worried just because I'm on hotel Wi-Fi. I didn't really know what was going to happen, but we made it happen. And the funny thing was, oh, so I use Google Fi, which is Google's cell phone service. Mm -hmm. And yesterday, of course, the first day I'm here, Heather's texting me a bunch. She's like, I'm I'm, I'm like, I'm getting on the train. I'm going to the hotel and I'm texting you a bunch. I'm texting her a bunch. And apparently my text messaging service went down. This led into crazy conversations between me and you and me and my coworkers and me and Heather, because even till today, Heather was still getting messages that I sent 24 hours ago because there was like a down outage and it was all backed up. Yeah, you and uh, I had some uh, issues yesterday on that back and forth. Yeah, there was I was I didn't quite understand because to me, it looks like they're in order. But I looked at my coworkers phone and they were it was all so wacky. And even this morning, Heather's like, did you? say this or this or like what's wrong and it's like no everything's uh-huh. fine like i made it i don't know it's quite quite funny when that basic necessity of communication you know breaks down just how everything can go to go to hell really really fast and and honestly this podcast almost didn't happen because uh you know i was texting and you're like let's record now it's like i'm in bed but like i thought you said tomorrow and like i didn't i didn't even know what was going on it was great so thank you for working with me, but Danny, as, and making it as happen. Brandy, as Brandy once said, almost doesn't count, you know? And it did happen, and we're here. Um, I didn't notice I didn't go horseshoes and hand grenades. I went Brandy up in this. Brandy dropped That's it. That's the way to do that, it. Yeah. Pretty sure it was Brandy, not Monica. Ever since they did that song, The Boy Is Mine, who is Monica, who is Brandy, right? I mean, but I'm pretty sure I'm right about that. It was Brandy. Oh, you know who, who's making a comeback right now? Who? Backstreet Boys. Backstreet's back. All right. All right. What's going on with that? Tell me. <laughs> they have like, so it's really, I just was on YouTube randomly and, and they're like, here's a recommendation of Backstreet. And I was like, I was like, what? Backstreet Boys are You're back? Like, the Backstreet? <laughs> the Backstreet Boys are back? And yeah. yeah, so they totally have like some new single and all five of them are back. I don't know any of their names. Yeah. But what's great about it is that I, I can name, oh, they, let me try. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. All right. All right. Uh, uh, Nick. Nick Carter, his younger brother okay. was that Aaron Carter. So Nick, mm-hmm. AJ, mm-hmm. Brian, mm-hmm. Kevin. Yep. The, the, the next uh, one, it's a hard one. And the guy with the, I think he had longer hair. He had like an open shirt with the skin. 
it was like a, it's like it's he's like the unforgettable he's like the forgettable one just like with Instinct. It's not Chris. Chris is the unfor- is the forgettable one. I, Howie, Howie, Howie D. Yeah. Oh my God! I just freaking dropped it like it was hot, bro. I just named all five Backstreet Boys. That's, that's the chest that's, memory coming back. I, I would have got Nick Carter. That's probably what I would have got. It's like one. That is yeah. impressive. Oh my gosh. They're well, back. I, I remember They're back. AJ and I remember Nick. And then for some reason, I just remembered the tall guy's name was Kevin. And Brian came back to me. I don't know how. Brian, apparently, Brian's always with me. Hashtag Brian was there. Um, but I don't know how I got Howie. But I'm, I'm going to thank the Academy and move on. That was good. Yeah. And you should totally listen to their signal be- or their single because their voices are literally so high. It's ridiculous. Like they must have <laughs> auto tuned the crap out of it. I think it's called Don't Go Break In My Heart. That's what it's called. Don't that, go break isn't in that my literally heart. the name of like seven of their singles they've already had? I, don't Go Break In My Heart. <laughs> don't Go what? Break In My Heart. Don't. Uh, don't. Uh, wait. Don't go back breaking back. my right, heart. Don't go uh, breaking my heart. The, the star. I should have known from the star. All you got is my heart. You're tearing us apart. Right. I, I sorry. Whoa. We gotta we gotta move on from this topic, apparently. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um I I appreciate what just happened right now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is, yeah, don't go breaking my heart. That was it. The five year, five year hiatus. So you're welcome. Oh, you're welcome, quit Danny. playing games with my heart. That what I was just singing uh, was quit playing games, games with, my, with right? my heart. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Dun, dun. It's the same song. Yeah, it's the same exact. Song. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I think I do. My everybody. everybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Come on, party. What is it? Is it? What is it? It's no, it's rock your body. body. And then. No, back. that's. Yeah. Yeah. Backstreet's yep. back. All right. Well, anyways. Well, so that's our Backstreet Boys uh, rendition here on uh, Coffeehouse Blunders. Uh, yeah. So that's about it. I did. I did. It was interesting walking around. I'm in Antwerp currently. And I had come here maybe eight years ago when I was living in Romania. Mm-hmm. And we came to to Belgium on holiday. We did like a touristy thing. We took the train all the way around. And I'm walking around downtown Antwerp, which is a pretty sleepy, small little town. And uh, I keep I'm like, it's like deja vu. This is what's really it's like deja vu. I'm like, I remember. I think I remember that Starbucks. I think I remember that billiard hall. Did I stay in this hotel? I started coming back. And then I looked off to the right and there was a restaurant called Deja Vu. O M G. It was crazy. Sorry, I don't so, know if that was so, overly dramatic, but I loved it. So meta, and I was like, "Whoa, yeah!" So it kind of pulled me back into it. But yeah, I mean, besides my back essentially crippling me and making uh, me scream in pain every five minutes, everything's really good, Danny. Everything's positive here. Okay. Well, hey, so, I mean, that's good. that's kind of it's good. That's kind of what good. I what I want to hear. Um, <laughs> but uh, all right. Well, anyway, so we've. Man, I feel like we just, this could be the, I mean, we've heard of the best podcast ever, which is one that you and I recorded recently. Then we've heard of, this may be the most productive podcast ever. I feel like we just made it through. We just touched on so many different topics there. You know, we hit up food allergies. We hit up, you know, back, back spasm. By the way, so you said, you're like, you told your back. You're like, I didn't do anything to you. Why are you hurting me? Is that something you said to your back? I did. I was, as I was like, kind of rubbing it, I was like, is yeah. this what you need? Is this what you want? I don't know. Yeah. Tell me, talk to me, talk to me. Why won't you talk to me? Yeah. Uh, 
and then then I shifted my body weight to the right and it and it, it screamed out in pain. No, I've actually yeah. been pretty good. It's it's actually not too bad. I'm really lucky that I had some pills already, but it's also really interesting when you travel internationally. It's like, what do you do? Like, what what would I even do right now if I needed to go right. get some pills? I have no idea. No, it reminds me of when I was in Russia when I was 15. It was like the uh, worst thing happened when about I was there for almost three months. It was it was a while. It was like two and a half months, but. Uh, about a month in, I sprained my ankle, rolled it so hard. So I was there over the summer and, and in Moscow in the summer, I mean, sun, sun don't go down till post 10 PM, you know, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. 30 even. And it, it, we actually went to Leningrad during the white nights and hung out and, and, and which was fun, but there's a white nights tournament, you know, with the pun K N I G H T S during the, during oh, the yeah. twilight, the twilight hours of St. Petersburg. Um, but I was playing basketball with this group of kids that I befriended. They loved like the American kid who like spoke a little bit of Russian, but not much. Um, and there were some 15, 16, I don't know, maybe they were 18 year old Russian girls that were also, you know, like, let's just say I was a sought after commodity to hang out with a little bit. Okay. So I kind of, I kind of got used to hanging out with these peeps at night after doing my intensive chest stuff. Um, and I rolled my ankle really bad. Like it puffed up and was purple. I thought I broke it, but I basically we refused to go to the doctor because I was like, I don't, I don't want to go start this process. And Alan, who was my, my kind of like Russian chaperone and older, older guy, he was a chess friend who was there because he spoke fluent Russian. And so my parents were like, yeah, we don't need to go with our 15 year old to a, you know, three months in Russia by himself. We'll send this 45 year old guy (laughs) who's single, has no kids. Doesn't seem that creepy to be with our kid. That's the kind of stuff my parents did. So Sounds you know, like I'm hanging plan. out. I'm hanging out with my with my weird weird friend Alan. <laughs> the more I talk Alan. about things like this, it just sounds weird. Alan. Every time I tell my wife these stories, she's like, "You realize we would never do that with our kids, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah. What what used to fly, you know, 20 years ago, not yeah. so much nowadays. So anyway, so Alan's like, "Dude, we don't want to go down the Russian doctor route. Not at this time, you know. Like, it's like we're just, you know, can you walk? Do are you gonna survive? So." I basically just limped through it. We we borrowed some crutches from Divoretsky's family. He had some extra like crutches and uh I played and got an I am norm. I, I achieved my first international master norm while there, while on crutches, basically. Um oh. had a I had a lot of firsts in Russia that summer. Let's just say that I also had my <laughs> first uh vodka. Um oh. yeah. I don't know where your head was going, but that's where I was going. I was going with the vodka. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was. I was assuming. I was assuming like first train ride, first yeah, first train ride, first um, getting pulled over by a police officer who you learned that you just you give them money and that's how they don't give you a ticket. All of those kind of firsts. Um, Yeah, all the good ones. Yeah, and so um, we uh, that's what happened in 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 Moscow. But so I had that experience of being like upset slightly panicked am i going to cause permanent damage and i i think i don't know if i ever showed you this but when you come when we visit in in a few weeks here for for team money's wedding you're gonna see dude i can't roll my my toes on my left foot the same way i can on my right foot and it's it's been this way ever since this like basically ankle sprain that permanently did something in my in my nerves there so there you go as soon as i as soon as I see you, I'm gonna be like, "All right, pull those pants up. Pull, Let me. I want to still see pants it. Up, Let's take those shoes pull. off. Let's start rolling our toes." 
right in the right in the middle of the ceremony like let's do this i want to say i need to see it right now danny pixar it didn't yeah. happen um anyway so i know that 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 was really fun I, I haven't told that story in its most unedited version maybe ever actually so this podcast is officially gold now so boom a, a, a blunders first but a blunders first so was that your favorite trip like what was your favorite trip of all time to anywhere Traveling is for chess? Yeah, I, I think it life. has to be up there. It's the longest I've ever spent out of the States, right? I mean, that's a really long time. Um, I also worked with Dvoretsky, with Domitov, with the late Igor Zaitsev, no longer with us. I was maybe one of the last Americans ever get trained with him. We did all kinds of blindfold and calculation training. Um, Domitov worked on my opening repertoire. I had a conversation with Kromnik on the phone, who was the world champion at the time. This was the summer of 2002. Some would call it the summer of love. No, the summer of 2000. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where I'm going with this. <laughs> the uh, summer sum- of love. The summer the love of train. Moskva. That's for Danya. Um, and uh, anyway, it was, yeah, it was a great, I guess it was two. Th- no, because I'm born in 85. It was, it was earlier. It was 2000. Wow. Was this before, was this before you won all the stuff? Or after you won all this stuff in Arizona. That was after, right? It was after. It was after I was okay, already so you, the youngest like master in history, if that's what you mean. Like Yeah, remember that time where you were the youngest master in history? Uh in, in Arizona yeah, so history. Was, in, in, in not, Arizona not history, 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 Arizona history. Yes. This was this was after that. So um, were the dreams then that you were gonna go to Russia and The dreams were that I was going to be like the greatest chess player ever. I mean, why do you think I'm so screwed up? I'm a failed child prodigy. You know what happens to failed child actors? You know what happens to Uh, failed child actors? Similar things happen to failed child chess prodigies. You know, substance abuse issues, self-identity crisis. (laughs) It's just like, uh, you know, it's... um... Do you know know about this website called Cameo? Do you know about this? Uh, No, I don't. All right, so it's it's bookcameo.com. I'm going to send you a I'm going to send you a link in our Zencaster here. Okay. And my buddy for his wife's wedding or not for I her, thought you were sorry, about to say wife's, and I was going to be like where are you going no. with this story? <laughs> for his wife's birthday, he got okay. a whole bunch of queens from Ru- RuPaul's uh, Drag Race, which is her favorite show, okay. to do personal videos for her that he all put together and some of his uh, and some of her friends as well so stitch these all together so on book cameo you can book these celebrities in quotes you know of different caliber to to record a video any personal message that you possibly want and then you you get to do whatever you want with it and and it ranges between five bucks to like 120 bucks and you see uh, our good friend lance bass right there featured on the site Mm-hmm. So, so Lance Bass made a cameo for some like teenage girl who's now thirty, but still obsessed with mm-hmm. NSYNC. I mean, we already know exactly. how that story went. That's exactly. amazing. But this could wow. be you. This wow. could be you. Mate, well, what am I doing in the cameo? Like, who do I want in my cameo? The NSYNC or back? Where are we going with this? No, no, no. You could be a featured cameo artist. Oh, that's hilarious. So, say like, hey. Yeah, I guess I have the whole setup. People request a cameo with me, and then I I make a video saying what they want in front of my green screen, and they can do whatever they want with it. Yeah, they got you know they have uh, if you go to just at, there's an athletes category. They have like a bunch of 
you know, NFL players, UFC, NBA players in there. Really? Uh, this is yeah. awesome. I'm signing up. Y'all go <laughs> you find really me on do. Cameo. And you, and you, you imagine how much fun you would have with like chess puns. Oh, dude, like for... this is, this is where, this is, this is, sites like this shouldn't exist because of people like me. Like sites like this shouldn't exist because of people like me. It's that simple. Um, but this sounds like a ton of fun. Yeah, it's super, it's super good. Then you just upload these, you upload these little videos, charge whatever you want. And some people do it for, there's like a lot of bachelor and bachelorette people on here. And some people do it for charity or whatnot. But yeah, there's, then you can go on to anybody's little uh, uh, profile. I'm going like to request the Lance Bass, Bass cameo and give for it the show. To, just for the show. Oh, I get the full rights to this, pro, to this intellectual property. I could use these cameos on chess shows. Oh, they, like I oh should, my goodness, I should, that'd be great. I should get a cameo with Shia LaBeouf. Is Shia on there? Uh, I don't know if if Shia is on there. That's that'd the be one amazing, who's missing. Shia, Shia LaBeouf is the one who we need. No, he's not on there. He's not on there. But imagine if you did a different, you know, different uh, person for when something happened and then they they say something and you just ping them in, like on Twitch, you know, like yeah, they yeah. take over the screen or like. Like, take take this netting mate or something. I don't know. I was thinking, I think it was some <laughs> netting mate. By the way, that was hilariously inappropriate. It's mating net, not netting mate. Adorable netting mate. Little kitten. You know, I'm all uh, hopped up on goobers and and pills over right. here. What, what do you What yeah. do you expect from me, Danny? <laughs> what do you want from me? I, I what do you want nothing, from me? Nothing but the best. You're doing great. So um. Uh. Yeah, be careful on those uh, on those muscle relaxers. I know they make you feel good. I just want to make sure you're not, you know, using them too much there. No, I'm doing okay. I only have one left, and I'm good. shaking a little bit. I'm shaking. I'm yeah. No, it's good. Yeah. yeah. Good. I am. Um, one of my co- one of my coworkers all like, you, you do you have do you have enough pain or painkillers? I was like, yeah, I got enough. He's like, I got the good stuff if you need it. And I was like, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm good. And all of a sudden, whenever you having physical health problems is when you learn who your real friends are and what your friends are really into. Right. That's true. When, yeah. when those things happen, suddenly, suddenly you're like, oh, James is a drug dealer. I didn't know that. Right. <laughs> you learn Like, oh, like this person is, you know, has got the good stuff because maybe he's on the good stuff, you know, and it's. Uh, yeah, this is this. This show has taken a turn right now, but I've had that experience. I won't say who, but I mean, there's no way that this said friend listens to this podcast, but. I've had that experience where someone offered me something and I learned things about that person that I did not know um, mm-hmm. about what they were into. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, that that's pretty funny. So whoever offered you the good stuff, that's a good guy right there. So yeah, I think it's a good, it's maybe. a good, good fella. A good fella. Yeah. He's a good fella. Yep. He's a good fella. Wow. That's awesome. all right. Yeah. Anything else happening that you want to talk about, Danny? I don't know. I mean, I could just talk to you or not talk to you for hours. Whatever you, whatever you want. You know, that's the thing about our relationship. We could talk or not talk forever. Forever and ever and ever. I'm so excited to see you. It's going to come real quick because yeah. really soon I'll be zipping and zooming off and then I'm going to rent a car and come give you a big old hug. I, I need, I'm going to get a new, I think I'm going to, you know, get some new attire for the wedding. Yeah. Like brand like, new, uh, new mots. New Motsy. New clothes. New shoes. New pants, new shirt. Motsy's got some new, new shoes on, and suddenly everything's right. Right? Mm-hmm. That's that's what you're mm-hmm. gonna do. Mm-hmm. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, and uh, how? So, 
I'm getting ready for this wedding. So everyone, everyone's kind of aware that Danny and I are both in a wedding, uh, yeah, yeah, personally. Yep. And <laughs> the and the and the attire is business casual. That's what it says on the evite. So right. I'm thinking. I call. I like to know, call it be casual. Go all out. Business casual just means be cash. Like be casual, yeah, peeps. Oh, Don't overthink yeah, this. Be cash. Be cash. You know, shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah. That's that's what that's what I like to think. Be cash. There's but there's different types of business. That's the problem. Like what if you're yeah, a what, lifeguard? Biz cash. Right. What is what is what is lifeguard biz cash? That's tank top and your nice pair of swim shoots, the swim shorts. Oh yeah. Right? That's yeah. like you try to look like Zach Efron as much yeah, as possible. Some, some high end flippy floppies and you're good. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah. <laughs> what's you B, go. what's B cash for a uh for a chess player? Like, Ooh, I mean, I what kind know. of chess player is it? We know that when I'm sitting at my or at my standing desk or sitting, everyone knows I'm I'm party up top. I mean, sorry, party down low, business up top, right? We're, when you have a web job, it's the it's the professional modern day version of the bullet, right? Business up front, party in the back. Half the time you see me, I'm wearing something sexy on camera, and I got sweatpants on, and I ain't showered in a week down low, if you know what I mean, right? It is That's business, not okay. That's not okay. Business on the top, party down low. Okay, that was an exaggeration for the laugh, and I got that laugh. But you oh get it. Oh, my goodness. And that's where we end this podcast. There you go. <laughs> All right. All right, buddy. Well, having a lovely day. I'm going to go attempt to uh Hey, you to, go, to you go have a lovely night. You get some sleep. Count those I sheep. Count them. Um, I will. I'll go have some muscle relaxers for you. Just kidding. Mm, I like that. I don't have those. Oh. Yeah. I'll send um, you some. But, Wink. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, enjoy, right. and uh, can't wait for you to be back in the states. Can't wait to see you. Not very. That won't be too long. And uh, and love you. Love you the most. Love you too, buddy. Peace.